In this episode of Law with Mr. Lafayette, entitled Murder in the Low Country, the Murder Double Murders, we have a new twist as far as uh, this podcast is concerned because it is being recorded while I'm on vacation here in beautiful Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So, actually, here in the state where this crime uh, was committed and where the murder family was very prominent, is very prominent still today. Uh, today is February 21st. It is Fat Tuesday. And this marks week five, the start of week five, of uh, this sensational trial that has really shaken the legal and social foundation of the state of South Carolina to its very core. We are looking at a, an extremely powerful and politically well-connected and legally extremely well-connected family. The Murdoz were for 87 years the prosecutors of a judicial district towards uh, the northern, northwestern part of South Carolina. This spanned four members of that family. And up until his arrest for the murder of his wife, Maggie, and their 22-year-old son at the time, Paul Murdoch, Alec Murdoch, standing at six feet, four inches tall, was someone whom most people looked up to figuratively and literally. So today has marked the start of the defense phase of the, the trial, the state having concluded last Friday. Today's star witness was Buster Murda, who is the 25-year-old son of Alec Murda. Uh, Buster testified how the murders of his mother and brother destroyed his father, Alex, uh, and that, uh, according to the Greenville News, a South Carolina newspaper that has both print and online presence. The defense has stated that the legal team is putting forward a portrait of a very close family, a family that uh, spent most of their time outside of work together and as far as work was concerned even that uh, was oftentimes spent at the the family law firm the defense has also called a forensic engineer named mike sutton 
to do a shooting incident reconstruction. Sutton has used evidence and photographs from law enforcement and other, other sources uh, along with his own measurements to create a 3D crime scene reconstruction. Based on the evidence and calculating the trajectory of two of the 300 blackout rounds, projectiles that struck the, the family's dog pen and quail pen in relation to where rifle shell casings were found, Sutton calculated that the shooter was likely between 5'2 and 5'4 in height and shooting from the hip. Certainly quite a change in stature from the alleged perpetrator and defendant, Alec Murdoch. I have to comment that it was interesting it was interesting to see the dynamics, not so much of Sutton's testimony, which was pretty straightforward and, and rather, uh, shall we say, technical at times. It was interesting this morning to see the testimony of Buster Murdoch. Uh, Buster was actually addressed by name by both the defense counsel and the, the prosecution instead of what we would be more familiar with, with in New England, the more formal Mr. Murdoch, he, he was simply addressed as Buster. And uh, his testimony took on a very relaxed tone. Um, and in my opinion, from what I saw of his testimony, which was a significant part of this morning's session uh, pre-lunch, he came across as believable, and I believe that uh, the the jury will have a an easy time uh, believing Buster. Uh, no real insight, no new evidence was was presented. So it was interesting that everything was was pretty straightforward on the day in question, June 7th of 2021. Family members are texting each other, they are calling each other um, on their cell phones until Alec Murdoch called Buster at about 10.30 that night to tell him that his mother and brother had been shot and killed. The other thing that was mentioned was that uh, there was also reference made to his grandparents' house, that is, the, the home shared by Randolph Murdoch III, otherwise known as Handsome, and uh, his wife Libby. Uh, there was also there was also a discussion of or I should say in the media there was discussion of Alex's response as Buster testified that he never 
took his eyes off of him, that he was he was looking on proudly at the testimony of his son, who is the most recent member of the, the Murdoch family to uh, become a member of, of the, the bar. Um, Alex, of course, uh, has been disbarred by the Supreme Court of South Carolina. So, in any event, uh, the only other wrinkle to this uh, trial, to this case, is the fact that uh, there has been controversy over the opinion piece, the opinion editorial that um, Jim Griffin, who is a member of the defense team, submitted for publication to the Washington Post saying that uh, the investigation into the murder was sloppy and that the state's evidence in this case is flawed and that it was a rush a rush to convict a rush to arrest a rush to move forward by pinning the blame for the the double murder on Alec Murdoch. In any event, uh, we will be seeing what happens as this Collerton County jury in uh, Waltersboro, South Carolina continues to listen to evidence and weigh that evidence and uh, ultimately will be the ones to decide the fate of Alex Murdoch. Thank you for listening to this episode of Law with Mr. Lafayette. This is Renee Lafayette. I am a social studies and law teacher at Lemonster High School, currently vacationing with my wife and my sister in beautiful Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, trying to give you a little bit of local color here as far as this particular episode, uh, which deals with a dramatic double murder involving a prominent family here in the Palmetto State. Please subscribe or follow this podcast on the listening platform of your choice. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and uh, we'll be sure to drop another episode or two soon. Thank you.